What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Just the Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, and Cuz, bringing you our perspective of the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards, sharing opinions with you. Today's topic, who is L.A. Knight? For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. On social media, can you give Jess a coordinary and give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. Don't have a coordinary. We're not there to give Don't you have a coordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't have to ask why we're doing this. Uh, we just For the clicks, baby. Man. For the, the clicks. clicks. Just like LA, you said. LA, LA Knight just now, said, right? you right, all right. want me to be a part of your clicks today on SmackDown. LA Knight is tearing up the scene. It is fantastic. We had no idea, though, what, how much LA Knight has influenced several people on several platforms, not just wrestling, probably over the past like half decade or more. Um, and I'm sure we're going to get into it. But Jess, other than that avalanche... What brought you into the LA Knight segment on the podcast? Because we, we talk about him all the time on a scripted, but we haven't done anything prepped for LA Knight. So what changed? Oh, for clicks. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's, and who is we've only done a couple who we did Wardlow, who is Wardlow, who is Bray Wyatt, and uh, it's it's a modern guy. Let's talk about a modern guy. And he's probably the biggest I mean, Roman's the biggest, but you know what I mean. Like the biggest up and comer uh right now has to be LA Knight. There's no there's no bigger groundswell for anyone right now other than LA Knight. It is in my opinion, Craig, I want to try to bring you in. It is it is Daniel Bryan esque on the groundswell. Um I don't I don't know if it's gonna get to that level, but it's the closest thing that we've seen from it. Yeah, and it when it happens, it happens quickly. And to I wouldn't bet that we're all being manipulated and WWE knows exactly what they're doing and Mm-hmm. knew what they were doing for many weeks before this kind of thing. And we talked about it. It's like keeping them off TV, make us get angry for it. Uh, blue balls, I believe Cuz said. Um, just kind of, and then the, the less up. you'll see them, the angrier they will get, and the, the angrier we'll all talk together about it. And the more we are talking about LA Knight, the more angrier we are together until we're one like force that will make them pull the trigger on it or give us what we Cause, want. Cuz, you excited for this guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blue balls are getting big. Swung up. <laughs> I don't know how much it's it's like uh, Randy when he was carrying out his uh, big old testicles. Remember, he gives himself cancer so he can get a medical marijuana card. From <laughs> South, Park, oh, South Park, yeah, South Park. I love that. Oh my I god, love that's about. how full that's yeah. how full our our balls are getting read right, right about. Don't now. tell your mom, Stan. Don't tell your mom what I'm doing, Stan. Yeah, <laughs> Buffalo. Sorry. Oh, now I'm gonna get oh my right god, straight. so good. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. The, the writers are off. You're fine. Uh, Sean Ricker oh, right. was born in Hagerstown, Maryland on November 1st, 1982. The youngest of three children, he started watching professional wrestling at the age of three. That's ah. Google. Yeah. He's like, Google, 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 yeah. 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 Let me talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> after, after high school, Ricker moved to Cincinnati where like he rock. began training at the age of 20 on March 17th of 2003, supporting himself with work at a wood mill. And a Ruby Tuesday restaurant. Yeah, you know he was waiting tables. Uh, <laughs> he began working regularly at the Heartland Wrestling Association, HWA, la- later that year. Did we do some HWA years. humor uh, at some point this year? Uh, I, we might yeah, have done uh, a little bit with Heartland there, Wrestling. Um, Owen? No, not Owen. Fuck. Uh, 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 damn it. I don't remember now. Was it no? It, it was. 
What? Who? Was it Jamie Noble? My... Yes, Jamie no. Noble. Jamie Noble. Yeah, yep. Noble okay. You're going to go to Heartland Wrestling Association for a while. That's hot. And Jamie Noble has been there. It's, it's it's a worthy place. Yeah. So, you know how I feel about that. In December Jamie. of 2010, Ricker moved to work for the uh, NWA Championship Wrestling yep. from Hollywood. He joined forces with Brian Cage. He would win multiple championships there. Then he made his first WWE appearance for a dark match in May 5th of 2006. That's crazy mm-hmm. to me. He's 40 he years John old. Moxley, a lot of people don't know he's 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does, 40. they don't know he's 40. He and John Moxley faced 40, Big yeah. Show in a handicap match. You know they got absolutely crushed <laughs> in 06 by the Big Show. No, they um, went over. Like they pinned they Big Show over. in a big upset. Yeah, yeah, they won the belts well, tonight. <laughs> couple, 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 of, couple of sling blades took care of it, right? Yeah, yeah. You've so. seen the photos. His next appearance, his next appearance, uh, not Moxley's, but uh, but LA Knights came in 2008 for a dark match on ECW, where he and Gene Snitsky, wow, lost a crime yep. time. JTG and wow. Jasper, uh, that's awesome. He he wrestled with Snitsky. That's uh, yeah, that's so great. He's a legend. Like, maybe he is a goat. No, like he said. <laughs> I don't know. He's been kind of all under over the radar. Like, he's yeah. been all over. Yeah, yeah. He was always the just like the Jim pa- underground. It's like he's Jim Powers that finally know. got over. What the hell are we talking about? On August fifteenth of twenty eleven, he was one of the security guards during his segment between CM Punk and Kevin Nash on Raw. After going to NXT, he was released from his contract on August first of twenty fourteen. That's fascinating. Right um, after the exercise uh, video. Right after, he's like, yeah, <laughs> you're fired. Uh-huh. Everybody, everybody, everybody said, like, yeah, we'll have to let you go. Like, you're, you're fired. fired. Don't ever say that again. Someone just says, keep saying yeah in the background. We can't quite figure yeah. it out. On February 16th of 2015, Ricker participated in a TNA one night only uh, TNA gut check tournament, defeating Crazy Steve with two Z's apparently to qualify for a five way. Elimination match won by uh, Tafita Fifita. Am I saying that right? Someone I should take another. Perfect. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> that is terrible. It was terrible. On fun. March 27th, yeah. was <laughs> um, on the March 17th episode Tafita of Impact Wrestling, Rick, Richter, who was under the name Eli Drake, joined <laughs> Drew Galloway and uh, Micah to form the Rising Eli defeat. Drake. <laughs> Yeah, and defeat the beatdown clan. Man, this is... BDC, I hope you're sitting down, eyes peeled, ears open, and whether you want to or not, let me talk to you. What do we talk about? Well, who is Eli Drake? And why is he standing in this ring with these two men? Well, I'll tell you why. Because... We got three men standing right here now who have a common bond. We're not three guys, three robots who are cut out in a factory. We're not superstars. We are professional wrestlers. 
And yeah, we got something to prove. Yeah, this doesn't get. Doesn't I get, can I go on a limb here? Famous. I mean, we're all gonna have to get used to LA Knight, but uh, Eli Drake was awesome. I love that name. Yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much after four years of impact. After. There you go. After four years of impact, Drake would start to get involved with Tessa Blanchard as Impact was toying with the notion of intergender wrestling. During uh, during that time, a match was booked between Drake and Tessa Blanchard at a United We Stand show. However, Drake refused to wrestle in a competitive match against a woman, criticizing intergender wrestling. Is that shoot or work, Jess? I don't know. I think that was actually shoot. And I wanted to stop everybody here and be like, I, and this yeah. is me completely speculating. I have no, I wonder if that's why he wasn't really pushed until right now. Like, they can't deny it now. But I mean, maybe. He was laid off of for a while because he came out against intergender wrestling and like just said, I don't think so. I'm sure. I don't know him as a person. I've never heard anything else negative about him. No. But I'm wondering if he just, just critiqued the storyline. Like, listen, I don't want to be in a guy versus girl match. I don't want to be. But then it gets uh-huh. construed as, oh, Ellie, no, or, you know, Drake doesn't like wrestling women uh, or whatever. So maybe that could happen. Did you but see I'm Rock wondering Austin if that, you know, everybody knows uh, uh, toxic, the it. toxicity in locker rooms and wrestling are, is huge. So I'm wondering if maybe that followed him a little yeah. bit. And that's why now at 40, finally, he's fucking in it. Because he's been doing the same character the entire time, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, his same cadence, yeah, his just, same everything. It's just, a, it's just a name change, really. Yeah. I'm just um, wondering. I don't absolutely. know. I don't have anything to base that off of. I have no, I've no. I've never heard anything negative well, about him with anybody in the back. But No, he never heard anything. I mean, you would say, though, after these comments, as well as comments disparaging impacts booking of, 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 uh, of him, he was fired via email on April 7th. So following that, um, at the Stone uh, Cold fucking to lock him into a non-compete clause firing. Due to breach of contract. How how do you lock someone into a non-compete due to breach after you fired them? Like, what is how does that work? You let them go. Like, I don't understand. I know people have to work. That's the dumbest thing. That's ridiculous. Um, they they really that tells me that if that's true and that's probably written down somewhere official, they really had it out for him. Yeah. You know? You're gonna fire him and then try to make him not work. Like you guys, right? They they were just mad that he went against their booking and what they wanted no, yeah. to do. And yeah, you'll find yeah. out that's why he left the, the first time. Yeah. Um. Well, he was let go. I mean, but, uh, on the June fourth uh, of that same year, Drake released a statement speaking positively about Impact and announcing that he was now a free agent. So maybe they worked it out in, in the back. Say, hey, let's, let's squash this thing. This is mm-hmm. stupid. That would be nice. Uh, on the June 28th uh, 20, of 2019, Drake appeared at the Ring of Honor event, Best in the World, being revealed as the mystery partner of Nick Aldis. Couldn't help it. Um, and the newest person to sign an exclusive deal with the National Wrestling Alliance, or the NWA. On February 14th of 2021, it was announced that Ricker had been quietly released from his end, from the NWA in late 2020, after only signing a new deal with the company a few months before. That's so weird. Like it's a I, lot I, of being let go from places and him not doing the move. It, it's um you would think it would get incredibly discouraging. Locker room like, cancer, yeah. LA night? I'm just kidding. I don't even know about that. Maybe he was just like, I don't like it here, I gotta go. Uh-huh. Like you never know. Like that's what it seemed like. Maybe maybe he always went I to would... where like I feel most comfortable, and if I'm not comfortable, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. In a decade, in a decade, we'll probably find out. Someone will interview him, and we'll find out exactly why. This oh, you know the gossip's coming. Kind of Melters, people are going to have his ear, trying to get oh, a yeah. spot. Like, 
Oh, yeah. he won't. I don't. I don't. I don't think right now with his with his swell, they're gonna. He's gonna get in the time of day, but we'll see it. As soon as he becomes the number one guy, oh, well, you heard so yeah. much stuff. Yeah, his history of hating oh, women. You, guys, you shut your stutter mouth. Oh, yeah, he just like he just like women. He just like anybody. As, as soon as he was born, he smacked his mom in the face. Like, it's problematic you know. <laughs> that he doesn't like women. That's Brian. Yeah. Is that Brian Alvarez? Uh, I, I, problematic. I, and by the way, personally, I think this he's is why if he. So he 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 was released in February, and then it was also reported pretty much is at the same time that he had re-signed with WWE. So maybe he just asked for his release that at this part. Time. Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm going um, over here. <laughs> at NXT Takeover of uh, Vengeance Day later that night, he debuted as a heel, where it was revealed his new ring name would be LA Knight. Um. You know, I, I'm not I'm not big on name changes. I'm not big. I mean, I know they're going to rebrand and <laughs> all that, is, but though. I think. Yeah, yeah, of course he is. But I would argue, I would argue with all the stuff that he's had and the controversy that he's talked about, maybe it was better to just rebrand him entirely. Yeah. Um, Seems to be working at this point. Uh, Knight made his first main roster appearance on the January 24th, 2022 edition of Raw, participating in a backstage segment with the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, and a dark segment before the April 15th episode of SmackDown. Knight appeared in a villainous manager as a as, sorry as a villainous manager by announcing his new stable, Knight Model Management, and became the manager of Mace and Mansoor. The angle went to television on the May twentieth episode of SmackDown when he made his televised debut on the brand under the ring name Max Dupree. Adam Pierce. Hi. Hi. My name is Max Dupree. And I'm ready to get to work. Uh, okay, pleasure to meet you. Get to work. That's right. I am the CEO of the hottest new modeling agency, Maximum Male Models. And tonight, the discovery begins of a new generation of WWE superstars who can headline Paris Fashion Week and also headline WrestleMania. Dupree ended his relationship with the Maximum Max Dupree. Yeah. In the September 30th episode of SmackDown, the following week, he beat down Mace and Mansoor and reverted to the LA Knight persona. Towards the end of 2022, Knight was involved in a feud with Bray Wyatt. That's when I think it all broke open. At Royal Rumble 2023, he lost a Mountain Dew Black match to Bray. However, due to the promo segments leading up to this match, he got over with fans and it was during he, that time. Yeah. Like I remember the build up to that or whatever. And then yeah. they're doing this long winded thing with uncle howdy. And then every time he came out, he would just like almost like mock the whole environment. Like he didn't care. He would just cut a promo yeah. right to Bray Wyatt's face. He didn't act scared. Like a lot of the other, you know, wrestlers would have to act That's, around Bray Wyatt yeah. or whatever. He just cut a promo. They were funny. They were poignant. A lot of one liners. And I remember then going, fuck, dude, people are starting to react I kinda to like, like, We're like, I like this guy. This, guy's, over, this yeah. guy could be good. I want to apologize to the little cameraman. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. The master of the mind games, Bray Wyatt, getting gamed by the man they call the megastar, L.A. Knight. What happened to you, man? You can't even keep your composure out here. You can't even finish a sentence, and then you get all embarrassed, and you take it out on the poor cameraman. Yeah. 
Stop we talked about it then. I, I remember I remember hearing the interviews come through yeah. and then we'd be on unscripted. <laughs> and I would hear I would hear Jess. Scoo, I have to go away for a little while again. I go, hey, we all we all we all know he's gonna lose, right? But I kinda like this guy. Yeah. I kinda like him. A lot of people want to know why I went away. LA night. I might just have some mixed emotions. <laughs> he, he got Uncle too popular, partner. He caused Uncle Howdy to miss by 13 feet when he jumped off the thing. Yeah, see, that could have killed him, too. Like, And it didn't. Like, that angle of him missing the elbow. The rest of the, 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 it's what the Vince always defines thing. of, like, just, yeah, make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Like, it doesn't matter what you, like, you know, Baron Corbin we talked about. It doesn't matter what you get given. Just try. And just try. Try to make it work. And LA Knight's like, fuck, I don't care. I'm going to lose to Bray Wyatt. Like, he ever thought he was going to beat Bray Wyatt. I got to fucking do promos in the dark and neon and shit and whatever. And this fucking Uncle Howdy creepy guy is coming up behind me. And, like, so he's like, I'm just going to be me. Like, he he didn't get afraid. He wasn't scared LA Knight, yeah. you know, for all the yeah. promos. He was just LA Knight. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. He would have moments where he'd go, oh, shit, when they would they'd turn the tables on him. Which is what you're supposed to do yeah. as a wrestler, by the way. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm scared to come out at all. He he would come out prepared and, you know, what did everybody say, you know, and and uh, it was it was it's it's been great ever he since. He even came out um, in the Bray Wyatt um came out the old music to mock Bray Wyatt and he came out in the old Bray Wyatt's old. Uh, that's right. Oh yeah. yeah, And and credit to the company too. You know, Triple H at that point was taken over. Credit to the the creative department because they got behind him. You know, they're like, well, yeah, we Bray is going to win. Bray is going to win, but to like, wonder... let's make you somebody that we want to see. So when Bray beats him, it's, he beats somebody. You know, you got to put yeah. stock. In yeah, exactly. Characters. He can't just be another heel. He just but I but I also wonder like something had to fall out to put LA Knight in that slot. I think. Yeah, um, I don't know who it was because that was an odd pairing. But I remember they, when they, they first started having like, the two why? go at it on SmackDown. I'm like, LA Knight's a weird choice. Like, yeah, so why why not another bigger name? You know, like that they that's more established. Oh, somebody, somebody, it was supposed to be Bobby Lashley, right? Too, or well, for Mania, right? It was gonna be Bobby Lashley and Bray Wyatt. Yes, White, for Mania, it was gonna be Lashley. Yeah. Ellie, not so, upstage me, so I gotta go. I, I just, I just have to say, when if it was any one of us, it was, if it was probably if it was eighty, ninety percent of people out there, period, that that would get cut like this and fired via email and brought and then let go again. I think most people would have given up. But it's it's fascinating to me. We we uh, Craig said it best. They found every bit of video that Ellie Knight has ever done on the internet in less than a week, and we've all been it's been pushed all over for clicks. And Ellie Knight did a promo about it tonight on SmackDown, which was phenomenal. And he literally said, "You just try to use me for clicks," and but having all that, you know, quote unquote failure, most of us would have given up. Like I said, he was he's approaching forty at these stages. And now he is the most, I, I think he's the most over, definitely the most naturally over, but maybe the most over person in wrestling at this moment, at this given moment, right now. You got to understand something. You can call me the megastar. Yeah. Hell, if you want to, you can call me the goat. But sooner or later, one way or another, you will be calling me champ. Yeah. Because whose game is it? With everybody saying. Yeah. It is an all-star field next week. And I don't even think it's close. And that's how he got let go already one time by WWE. Because he, as he said in the NWA and by TNA, they all let him go. He thinks that, uh, 
the reason why he got let go the first time in NXT was because he uh, butted heads with, he said, the former trainer, so Bill DeMott. Oh. That, well, a lot of people like did. ways he was doing. Yeah, I know. So. Hey, does, and he came Bill back. De, Bill DeMont does And no it's good brave. We talk about, you know, the people on the popular side of it, like when Cody went out on his own. It's well documented because, you know, he's Cody. And uh, like other people have done the same thing, Zack Ryder. But this uh, LA Knight or Eli Drake or whatever you want to call him, like he was doing it the whole time. He just never made it first. You know, he was never part of the machine first. And when anything made him uncomfortable, he was like, I'm leaving. So you got to. He he was comfortable. I think he knew how to be an indie wrestler. I'll go wherever and I'll make money. I'll be fine. Like, you know, and then I'll finally he just was. stay at a place that wants to fucking nourish me and wants to realize what I can do. And I hope we're on that age now because, man, like, I, th- I know what you're saying, Dave. I mean, I think, like, we underestimate how over people like Sammy are and Seth and Kevin Owens. He's not even close to them right now. However, the upscale is big when you start to hear the responses because the equity is not in LA not yet. We don't have that history no. where we can look back at, you know, the NXT Sammy, the NXT KO, the, you know, we, they don't, we don't have that equity with him yet. However, he's like, and Daniel Bryan had a ton of equity coming in. He did team hell. No, he did a lot of oh, stuff. Yeah. He was the sure. heel champion for a while. Like I got beaten two seconds by Sheamus, but he was funny. Like, you know, so the LA Knight is this dark horse. That's kind of, you have to go on the internet and WWE had to get behind those clips, you know, and, and kind of publicize them or whatever. And uh, now you're Which seeing all his impact stuff, his NWA stuff or whatever. He's different. Like to me, like he's to Dave's point though, he is going to get that big. I feel like we're, we're learning about him. People are searching him out which is a big deal. Like it's not just simply going back on WWE.com or going back on your, uh, you know, Peacock and looking at past stuff that Daniel Bryan did. Oh, here's what Daniel Bryan did before the yes movement or whatever. Like this is, you have to go and find NWA footage and impact footage and old NXT footage and all that stuff to see him. And he was different almost every time he was the manager. I remember for a while, he was like, the, you know, when he came on SmackDown as the manager for a bit, you know, they were going to use him as a manager. Like, cause he was great on the mic. He was fun. And then now it's like, now we're finally all getting behind him. Those are the best kind of people to get behind because we can say from the beginning, we liked him. Like it wasn't that, you know, he was team hell no first and not that that's a bad thing because Daniel Bryan's awesome, but you know, we're, we're experiencing something that's kind of rare. It's not just a meteoric rise of a guy. It's someone that we are choosing to hitch on. It's natural. Yeah, it's it's natural. He wasn't always with this big machine where you can go back and look at, you know, Sammy's NXT run. Then yeah. look at Sammy's early shit. Then it's a say, it's a it's a non machine push. You have to right now. You have to go. There's not a lot of good footage to go back and look at the past of LA Knight in WWE right now. So you got to go find the NWA shit, find the Impact stuff, and that's for you know we have information at our fingertips, right? And we always I do anyway. Critique wrestling fans for not utilizing that knowledge. They're doing it for him, which is a big fucking deal, and it's a different kind of organic now. <clears throat> That he's getting over as and i think if they play their cards right we could so you know, a year from now we could be seeing something super special and like you know somebody that you know uh changes wrestling a little bit you know i don't know what that's going on even here man. what you're what you're saying is la Knight's gonna win the and now title. for the next 20 minutes legacy of la Knight. make sure you get this you see these shoes on my feet here go ahead and get down and get them these right here are the shoes of a champion this jacket right here Shoes of a champion. So I got to tell you. 
Wait, did I say shoes of a champion? No, uh, he's gonna he's gonna win the U.S. title, and then Damian Priest is gonna beat him, you know, with the, with the briefcase, and then you know, LA Knight? Evolution, yeah, and then Evolution's gonna hold all the titles. Isn't that what this is all about? What's gonna happen at Summer? It's gonna happen at SummerSlam, right? It's all gonna happen. Finn's gonna win. Yep, Finn's gonna win. LA Knight's gonna win the title, and then Damian Priest is gonna come out and you know catch cash on in. the U.S. Yep, hmm? yeah, that's what's gonna what happen. A, what a SummerSlam! Title, the World Heavyweight Title in the U.S. <laughs> what a SummerSlam! <laughs> Evolution cleans yeah, up. Yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, he's. Sorry, we're gonna get yeah. clicks. It's he's the kind of the hot Gregor. buzzword right now. But I feel, I don't know if I explained that right, but I feel like he's different, like in that sense, like where there's not a lot of history in the WWE machine to go back on. Like he, uh, and, and Dave made a good point, but I mean, I was only countering that point because, like, he's getting this notoriety now. Imagine when we can look back and we see three, four years of history in the WWE. From LA Knight, we can go back really to the Mountain Dew match and then start at the Mountain Dew match and go from there and be like, "Wow, remember four years ago when you took on Bray Wyatt at the Mountain Dew match?" Like, you know, it's like I I look forward to that. And he's forty, so I hope they take advantage soon because he's very healthy. Forty years old now is like not what it used to be back in the eighties. You know, when a wrestler hit forty back in the eighties, they were done. Right? You know, they were broken down, they were beer drinking, whatever. Yeah. So forty now, you know, you could still get another five, ten years if you want, like, if you take care of your body, so, and he looks in great shape, so, uh, I'm excited for LA Knight, and I know we all, all are, is, you know, we all are, when this is over, because we're watching that promo again, god dang, yep, <laughs> can't wait to see Get what him. LA Knight, Rock Austin's gonna do, yep, oh <laughs> LA Knight, Rock Austin, so, Bret Hart, uh, yeah, so ridiculous, yeah, Kevin oh, Nash, said, brother. you know, he, it, if he comes out next week and just does this, Oh yeah. my god! I'll so fucking die so laughing. Like, and then you know he's just parodying like, like, That would be. Or he goes. By the way, tassels on his tights. By the way, that would be Squeeze so great if he if he he's did that. If he friends. just came out for even like two seconds, just mock just, Nash. Like, like yeah, yeah. Let me so talk great. to you. And, and by the way, that, Triple H and Nash are great friends. Obviously, so yeah. fucking hilarious. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Triple H would be like squeezy on him. Go. Come on. And she's, just, she's yeah, trips going, tri- trips like, go easy on the hey, silver fox, huh? Hey, hey, yeah. night, I got an idea. Hey, <laughs> night, I got an idea. I got an idea. Just go out there and don't do anything. <laughs> and do yeah, me a favor. Go out there and do a shitty powerbomb. Just <laughs> 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 do a shitty powerbomb where you kind of throw them off from the side for no fucking reason. Go out do there and tear your tear Actually, your really, he, go tear your night is copying diesel. The- Black leather jacket and the sunglasses, just yep. like Diesel. Go, go, or, I got an idea. Just go there, wear go one there black and... glove. Wear go a black glove on one hand. Oh my god, it's fucking, fucking funny. funny. Jess did say, "I gotta, I gotta go, go out there, go out there and pretend to be injured." Does a heart punch with it? As yeah. Yeah. with the glove. We were watching the promo he did on SmackDown, and he has he, his new T-shirt is yellow and red. And Jess said, "Okay, so now they're just doing it deliberately, right? Because it, yeah. it it very much looks like a Hogan that's, shirt. He's copying that's Hogan. his merch. That's his merch. Yeah, yeah. LA Knight, Logan Ross, Hawk, and Hogan." Now he's there next week. He's gonna get there and he's gonna be like, "You guys want to hear it?" And he's yeah. gonna tear a shirt. And we're gonna be like, "What the?" Okay. No, he's like, "He's like, you want to hear it? Hold on, I got." Like Kevin Nash will just Kevin Nash will just go into a coma. <laughs> yeah. Put on my Undertaker hat. <laughs> he's just um, he's wearing a tell ben- y'all to, bandana. And tell you all to suck it. Yeah, all of yeah, it. He's, he's gonna, gonna do all of it. <laughs> he's like Shane. He's gonna stunner everybody and then like just go off the air. What the fuck? Everyone's gonna get stunned. Kevin Owens is like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Is 
there any truth to that, though, that you have taken from them and made it into oh your God, own? Oh, God, man. Look, when I was in high school, those guys were my bread and butter. Uh, the, the, those were the guys that, that, like, I wanted to be when I was, like, 16, 17 years old. So I'm sure there's... Hell, I, I probably found sp my my normal just speech pattern every day when I'm talking to you is probably somehow derived from them, uh, whether that's purposeful or not. It's definitely not. So it's just the fact that I, pro man, I sat there and watched every single episode of Monday Night Raw. I had all the little uh, VHS cassette tapes when, like you know, the uh, Stone Cold said so or The Rock says and stuff like that. So I watched all that stuff. So. Man, you're talking about formidable years, very moldable years. So maybe in some way I've just penetrated my brain in some way. So, uh, but you know, whether you want to make the comparisons, hey, I tell you what, let's make this comparison. You want to, you want to say that I'm the Kobe to their Jordan? I'll take it. I ripped that off. You can't rip it off again. Uh, for audio fans, give us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast? For the OWP, this is Cuz, Jess, Craig, and Dave signing off. Have a good one. Ellie.